This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, special delivery. Louis DeJoy brings joy to postal managers with a 3% pay raise. There appears to be no end in sight trying to attract qualified Americans to join the military. And another BLM office votes to join the union. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Thursday, September 22nd, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Postal Service is giving its supervisors, managers, and postmasters a pay raise. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy says all of his executive and administrative schedule employees and pay band non-bargaining unit employees will receive a 3% increase, regardless of their current salary maximum. They'll see that pay increase in their October 14th paychecks. The Veterans Affairs Department says electronic health record fixes may result in additional rollout delays. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has the details. Deputy VA Secretary Donald Remy tells Senate appropriators the agency won't proceed with future EHR go-lives until it fixes persistent outages and patient safety concerns. The bottom line is that the Cerner system is not delivering for veterans in the ways that it should. Not even close. It needs major improvements. The VA recently postponed EHR launches planned for the summer and expects the EHR will go live at 25 VA medical centers in fiscal 2023. But Remy says the schedule is still subject to changes. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Officials across all Defense Department branches are raising concerns about military recruitment and retention. The Army, for example, has met only 70% of its goal for this year and is on track to miss its recruitment target by up to 30,000 soldiers. Stephanie Miller, a DOD personnel lead, says she wants to create a more tailored and personalized recruitment approach. That can start, she says, with strategies like improving access to high schools and reaching more potential recruits through digital platforms. Agencies get new marching orders for what to include in their 2023 Freedom of Information Act reports to the Justice Department. DOJ's Office of Information Policy released new guidelines that bring in the Attorney General's new requirements, recommendations from GAO, and from other stakeholders. One big change is the organization of the report, which should provide an agency-wide view of FOIA improvements and challenges, and then be broken down by bureau or office. FOIA reports are due to the Justice Department by January 17th for agencies that receive more than 50 requests a year and by February 10th for agencies that receive 50 or fewer requests a year. Another office at the Bureau of Land Management elects union representation. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. The National Treasury Employees Union will now be the representative for frontline BLM employees in Rio Puerto, New Mexico. This is the fourth office at BLM to join NTEU as part of a growing call for representation from bureau workers over the last two years. NTEU National President Tony Reardon says the union will push for adequate agency funding levels, higher pay, and a strong contract for employees. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Small Business Innovation Research Program is a big step further away from ending. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. 
The Senate alleviated concerns about the SBIR and the Small Business Technology Transfer Research Program and passed a three-year authorization by unanimous consent on September 20th. Senator Ben Cardin, the chairman of the Small Business Committee, introduced and the full body passed the SBIR and STTR Extension Act of 2022 on Wednesday. This comes after several months of delay because of concerns from Senator Rand Paul about companies abusing the programs. The House is expected to take up the Senate's bill on September 28th, just two days before the 40-year-old program is set to expire. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The State Department is looking for a new cohort of people who like foreign affairs and information technology. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has more. State has started accepting applications for a program called the Foreign Affairs Information Technology Fellowships, or FATE. They're open to undergrads in their junior year or grad students in a master's program in IT. The two-year stints come with $43,000 in yearly tuition support, plus a yearly stipend for expenses. Fellows will serve either at Maine State or at an embassy abroad. Applications close February 23rd. Tom Temin, Federal News Network. Several working federal employees are inductees to the National Academy of Public Administration 2022 Class of Academy Fellows. From the executive branch, Tom Hicks, chairman of the U.S. Election Assistance Commission, Eric Leckie, Associate Administrator of FEMA, and Gwendolyn Sykes, Chief Financial Officer of the Secret Service. From the legislative branch, Dr. Wendy Ginsburg, a staff member of the House Subcommittee on Government Operations, and Zena Dashi Merritt, Chief Diversity Management Officer at the Government Accountability Office. The top Democrat on the Senate Finance Committee is raising the alarm about federal agencies buying third-party data on Americans' online search histories without judicial approval. Oregon Senator Ron Wyden is asking inspectors general at the Departments of Defense, Justice and Homeland Security to look into contracting documents that show these agencies have purchased these records from online data brokers. Wyden says his office is also in contact with a DOD whistleblower who has raised concerns about these practices within his agency. And the House Committee on Veterans Affairs sends 13 bills to the floor focusing on mental health care access to reproductive health services, and the transition to civilian life. Committee Chairman Mark Takano of California says that these bills will support veterans and their families by giving them access to benefits that help them live meaningful lives after military service. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, September 22, 2022, I'm Peter Masurlian. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.